What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of What the Puck. I'm your host, Don. Also, your other host, Jeff, in the building. Finally, uh, we're back together. Jeff has been doing um, <laughs> the bulk of the stuff on our YouTube um, for now since I've been busy work-wise, family-wise. Jeff has been handling that, but now we're we're working on something together. So bear with us. We are now going to have our own podcast. That's it. Obviously, under the game on a sports podcast for everyone name, but it's our own podcast. What the puck will have its own. It, it, it is still affiliated with game on, but we'll have our own social media eventually. And we will get back to you guys on that. But this is our first official episode of breaking away from that and getting everything together. Jeff, how are we doing today, man? Uh, not too bad. Got off work about a uh... One o'clock this afternoon. Uh, more of a uh, nighttime guy now, where I wake up at dark thirty and bed by four thirty, five o'clock during the week. So there you go. I remember those days. I remember those days working in aviation, six p.m. to six a.m. It was a uh, interesting time. Interesting time. But I think what we're going to cover today, uh, we do know that the off season is, it is in full effect. It's been a little calmer now, but. I'll tell you, the first day of free agency was a flurry. It was, it was, it was busy. So what we're going to do is we're going to break it down into four episodes because we need something to keep going and talking about during the off season. So we're going to break it down by division. And today we're going to talk about the Metro, which is me and Jeff's division, pretty much him being a Canes fan and a Rangers fan part-time and me being a full-time Rangers fan. Um, it was, uh, it was interesting. It was interesting. Uh, one of the big ones, which was a tearjerker for me a little bit, was seeing Henrik go to Washington. Uh, Henrik Lundqvist went to Washington, uh, one-year deal. Um, that was odd. It was very odd to see. I don't know. Staying in the division, which kind of bothers me a bit. Like, I I, I did not see it coming. I... I I was reading things and I was like, nah, he's not going to go anywhere. He's going to go to Sweden with his brother and then he'll come back after a couple of years and be the goalie coach of the Rangers and all that. Man, was I wrong? Um, he wants to come. Yeah. I mean, he's cup chasing, but couldn't go out west. <laughs> you couldn't go like far away. So we only see you maybe once a year and it'll be a nice ceremonious thing. We'll put, we'll play a video at MSG for you. And maybe you happen not to play that night because you are going to be the backup in Washington. Let's face it. That, that Russian kid, what's his name? Um, uh, Varlam? Or no. Um, no. Uh, I'm trying to think of the kid's name. This is what happens when you, when you don't, you don't plan on talking about something. I honestly thought he would be their starter. I mean, why not? I, I don't, I mean, I, I, it's Ilya Samsonov. There we go. I know. And he's really friggin' good too. Like that's why they let Hopi go to Vancouver. Let's face it. And now you have, I mean, Henrik Lundqvist, who, I mean, as a Ranger fan, you have to admit he's lost a step in the last couple of years. Yeah. So he goes to Washington. He's definitely going to be the backup. Samsonov's going to start. But then you kind of wonder, like, okay, so Samsonov, he was playing behind Hopi. Hopi, Hopi was their their rock in that. 
what if the kid doesn't work out and now you're stuck with a guy like Hopi? I mean, and, and the Rangers are in the same position, but now you look at, you have Samsonov and Henrik. Henrik cannot lead a team anymore. Unfortunately, Alain Vigneault ruined him, in my opinion. The man played him way too much every year. Didn't take advantage of having any of his backups, whether it be Ranta, you know, or anybody. It, it, it didn't matter. And, and it kind of ticked me off because I feel they used and abused him. He played way too much. And then at the end of his career, he, I mean, in the playoffs against Carolina, against you guys, Jeff, he looked lost. He, did. he looked absolutely lost, and it was a shame to see him like that. And but the, but the way that you got to think about it, though, is even though AV does abuse his goalies over and over again, Carter Hart's got a thing coming for him, man. I'm telling you, yeah, he does. But you also got to think about the time frame that uh, he was with the uh, Rangers. Oh yeah, two thousand five. Yeah, you, you don't. You back then, you only played your backup when you needed to. Yeah. It wasn't like it is nowadays where you don't – they're not necessarily called the backup. It's called goalie A1 and goalie A2 or A and B yeah. where it's not really your backup anymore. It's just like, hey, uh, what team are we playing tonight? Well, based off of numbers and analytics, we're going to play this guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's getting more like pitching in baseball with your goaltenders. Yeah. It really is. Like, look at when the Rangers used to go into, into Montreal – Henrik never played in Montreal because his numbers were terrible in Montreal. It was always either like when, when it was Talbot or if it was Ranta or, you know, whoever the goalie or whoever the backup was at the time, Yorgiev, Yorgiev always played against Montreal in the last two years. But, you know, Henrik goes over to Washington. It's, it's going to be a tough pill to swallow. You know, we pay, we play them four or five times a year. It's going to be tough, but we'll see what happens. And, and the Rangers, because I'm talking about them first. They they signed Yorgiev, uh, I believe, yesterday, uh, as well as Tony D'Angelo, which is nice, shores up their defense. And, I mean, the big, the big free agent signing for the Rangers was Jack Johnson. The, the only thing I see, the only thing I see in Jack Johnson, he's 33 years old. He was in the bottom three of defensemen this year and wins above replacement and GAR. He was terrible. The worst part was, is they had to go to Pittsburgh to find one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it, I don't, I'm not, the only thing I see is, is Johnson's a locker room guy. Yeah. Just like Henrik. So you lose Hank, you got to bring in a locker room guy to keep these youngsters under control. I mean, I say youngsters. I mean, Kreider could still do that. I mean, Stahl is gone. There isn't anyone left from when the Rangers went to the Stanley Cup Finals in 2014 on that team. No. I, 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 no, I think Kreider is the only one left. Kreider is the, the, the lone survivor. And he got, he got his lengthy deal at the, uh, in February or March of last year. So that's a good thing. But, I mean. I just call him Billy the Kid. Yeah, I mean it's 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 crazy. I don't Jack Johnson to me is not going to be it other than a moral support for the youngsters. And I don't I, I thought they were gonna go after, you know, a guy like Pietrangelo. I thought they were gonna try because they saved all this money. They got rid of Stahl, they bought out Henrik, they had the cap space. I, I'm still thinking they're uh, 
as a Ranger fan and having a wish list, you want them to go after a guy like Lina. You want them to go after a guy like Wheeler or someone like that that they're looking to get rid of in, in Winnipeg, which is I have no idea what they're trying to do in Winnipeg at this point. But because it seems like every day you look and that, that, that they add another player to the block. And a couple from uh, Paul Stancy from uh, Stasny, yeah, from from Vegas. And that's the last big move in the trade system. And the trade trade block's been dead for like what a week now, yeah. I mean, it'll pick up again as camp starts before camp starts, and and they look at and they assess needs. But the Rangers, in my opinion, uh, the and I say the biggest, um free agent they picked up but the biggest thing they did was draft Lafreniere and add him to the mix and then they got the stud defenseman Schneider that they traded up for to Calgary in 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 the uh, second round in the first round excuse me which was I did not see that coming um apparently this kid is amazing on defense I haven't done my my homework on him but they say this kid is 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 solid and built like a brick shit house so we'll see I mean, maybe that's why they decided Stahl's gone. Let's trade up, get this kid Schneider. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. They have the makings of a great team. They really do. It's just a matter of what they do to kind of counter what they didn't do. <laughs> they bunch bunch of depth signings, <laughs> in my opinion. I mean, I, I feel the same way. It's It's kind of hard being... I'm going to go just – I'm a hockey fan right now. That's all I can really say because after seeing what the Canes did and what they could have done, and I'm not going to lie, I on one of my Twitter accounts, I went all <laughs> to the wall. I heard. Hardcore. <laughs> I mean, I dug into them, and I, I, I didn't hold back under this account. And so they had – so many opportunities to go out and get somebody and they just sat back and out of all honesty, all they picked up in my opinion to even do anything for the core is Jesper Faust. And that's the only big move that they made. Other than that, it was just like signings here and there. Um, they had like a deal with, they picked up like three players that just really didn't grab my attention. And I don't think they would have grabbed anybody's attention. Um, it's all depth signings. What's that? All they were all depth signings. Like yeah. All, all for the minors. But I, but I will say, I will say, Jasper Fast. He's another one that pulls at the strings a little bit for me because I, 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 not to say I had a thing for him, but as a player, I did because he was always the guy that would get in, you know, get dirty. I mean, he was a bottom six winger, but he was a role player. But he did a lot of the the dirty work. He got in there. He played. He was like an Iron Man. He played every game this year for the Rangers. He was there when they needed him the most. And I like his style of play. He'd always pop one in when you least expected it. At one point, he was on the top line. Yeah. I mean, you know, and this is for a team who has a decent amount of depth at forward. So I really think going to a team like Carolina with a similar, and we talked about this in earlier episodes, a similar lineup to the Rangers young, you know, you know, moving up fast, you know, trying to get things going there in Carolina. I think he's going to be a good fit for you guys. I think he'll play third, second, third line minutes. 
and I think he'll I and he's a great penalty killer. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, I mean I think that's a good move for you guys, honestly. I just wish they went after a goalie. Um I know a bunch of people jumped all over Mrazik's uh uh Peter train mm. when he first got here and I was I was telling people he Peter is not the answer. Mm-mm. I I'd put money on it if we had someone else in the playoffs versus Boston in net. We would have done a little bit better. I, don't I thought Reimer. I thought Reimer played better than Mrazek in the playoffs. The backups always play better. Last year we had uh, McElhaney. Mm-hmm. Where's McElhaney now? I literally sipping no idea. He is sipping out of the damn cup. Oh, he was the backup in Tampa. Yeah, he was the backup. See, you don't. When you have a guy like Vasilevsky, you don't know who your backup is. Exactly. I don't even think the coach knew. I'm like, oh yeah, there he is. <laughs> And McElhaney, he he was cool, calm, collective, and he never seemed to have a bad day. And even if he was having a bad game, he would never show it. And they, there's a reason why they called him the Wolf. Um, and then Reimer, Reimer, I've seen him on off the ice after training and everything, even after loss. That guy is always smiling. It's weird, like seeing a guy always smile, especially a goalie. And knowing that he's enjoying his job, whether win or lose, he is enjoying his job. Man. So, um, but no, I, I, I was kind of upset that they didn't push harder for Flower. I guarantee you, if they said the right price and the right people to send out to Vegas, they would have Flower would have been in a, in a Carolina. They still, they still might. There's time. I mean, you got you got what January first. You got what two and a half months. There's plenty of time for that move to happen. And I still say he Fleury is going to go to a team like Carolina. See, I thought as the 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 super kick in the ass to Pittsburgh that he would go to Washington before Henrik. And then I was just like, okay, well, I guess not. But I'll tell you, I mean, he still might. Would he stay out west? Maybe. He he would. My opinion is he's gonna go somewhere, sign a one year or whatever, or or not sign an extension, just play his final year. I still think Fleury ends up in Seattle. He's gonna be the he's gonna be the expansion kid. He goes to Vegas and then he goes to Seattle. The only way that I believe he would be able to do that is if he was a restricted free agent, because or uh, unrestricted because. Vegas is untouchable during that draft. So if he's still a member, an official member of Vegas, they wouldn't be able to pick anybody up from that team. He would have to probably willingly go as an unrestricted free agent. I I, I feel, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, everyone's talking that he's going to go to Vegas. I mean, not Vegas. That Seattle. was the last expansion team. Seattle, <laughs> yes. Um that he's going to end up there, and and I, I've, we'll see. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with him. I still don't think he's happy in Vegas. He can say whatever he wants. There's no way he didn't tell his agent or okay that tweet that was sent out. Oh yeah. And 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 he plays coy, and he goes, oh yeah, yeah. There's no way, no agent in hockey. Now, baseball, football, whatever is a different story. But no agent in hockey's ever done anything like that that I noticed. And all of a sudden that comes out and you're not playing in the playoffs. 
you kind of okayed that. Don't bullshit me yeah. on on anything other than you were like, yeah, go ahead, whatever. I don't care. I don't want to be here anymore anyway. And he knows his time is up. And as soon as as soon as uh, Panda signed his one year de- his his uh, five year deal, where, where where else is he gonna go? It was five years, right? Oh uh, yeah, five years. Uh, no, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's not going to play. They signed him to a five-year deal. Flurry's not. Flurry, Flurry will get fifteen games. In the into the new Enquist. Yeah, and that's where it's going. He don't want to do that. But at the same time, you got to think about it this way, though. Uh, Legacy is no longer part of a Vegas. Neither is Subban, so they they don't have that much in the farm system right now, unless they're looking. But I guess that's the Western Conference, and we'll get that to that on another day. Yeah, no, for sure. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think, I think, the, the again, the Metropolitan Division. And sorry for you listeners, we're we're it, it was boring. It yeah. was a, it was a boring uh, off season. I mean, you go you go again to to Washington. I mean, Henrik Lundqvist, which is their biggest move that they made. Trevor Van Reensdyke, which he came from you guys in Carolina, and Justin Schultz was was the three with the three main signings. I don't I don't see how that helps them get to a cup. I mean, I think I mean obviously they have a great team, but well, what about Schneider going to uh, um, the Islanders? Schneider going to the Islanders to me is stabbing new jersey in the back yeah but but in the same token again i promised myself now that we are our own podcast that i won't talk as much shit about the islanders so you look at the goaltending tandem they now have varlamov played great rice went to um he he jumped ship and where'd he go Grice went to – did he go to Chicago? No, Detroit. You, oh, yeah, that's right. I should know that because I tried, I kind of followed Detroit. He went to Detroit, and we're going to get into that next week because I think we kind of feel that some of the Atlantic teams are, are, are pushing to to make some noise and, and, and catch up to Tampa, in my opinion. And I really think that's going to be a tougher race than people think. But back to the Metro. Um, yeah, Corey Schneider, Varlamov. I mean, yeah, Schneider's had a tough run of it, but – Man, I mean, Varlamov played lights out in the playoffs. Then you add Schneider to the mix where you know he's not going to be counted on as much. Yeah. Dude, I mean, Mackenzie Blackwood in Jersey took over that job. He's young. He's yeah, decent. Blackwood uh, is now replaced by Crawford. Crawford's in New Jersey now. Yeah, but Crawford's going to be – all these veteran goalies that are moving – I really don't think Crawford's going to start. They may do 50-50 split in Jersey because of his name and who he is and how many cups he's won. And they're another young team. Again, they went backwards a little bit because they had that one year where they played great. And, you know, that's when they had Taylor Hall. You know, they had Palmieri, all these guys. But they they stepped back a little bit. They got Subban, and it didn't work out, and – they, they did a lot, and, and, I mean, wherever Subban goes, it seems as though it's a problem. And Nothing against Subban. 
but it's like watching a drag show every time he's on the ice or off the ice. It's you never know which Subban you're going to get. He, he, he's not from what I understand and what I've read and people of various teams. I know people that are Predators fans. I got friends that are Montreal Canadiens fans. He wasn't a good fit in either place. He was a terrible locker room guy. It was all about me, me, me. And the crazy thing about that is, I mean, you notice he goes to the Devils and they just, they wow. just tanked and they flopped. And it, he didn't have a good year. He didn't play well. I think he was injured for a decent amount of time as well. They, the other thing that hurt New Jersey is they went, they tried to go after speed and power and build where they forgot about the crease. And basically it's kind of like Buffalo right now. They went after everything except for the goalies. But again, we'll get into that when we talked about the Atlantic. New Jersey should have gone after, if they were going to rebuild their team, they should have started with the goalie, which they did. But they went after an older goalie to kind of back up a younger goalie or like you said, 50-50. But now they need to work on the team itself. And I get they need to get rid of PK. Who's going to take PK? I don't know, but they need to get rid of PK, free up that salary, and just build build up again. Yeah, I got I, I got nothing for the Devils. They're in the same boat as the Islanders for me. I mean, I, I honestly think with Crawford going there, that was a surprise, in my opinion. I did not see that coming. I thought he would have went somewhere. I thought he would have went somewhere else. Another guy I thought could have ended up in Washington other than Hank. Um, Cause you knew that Washington was getting rid of Holpe. It's just a matter of where he was going to go. And now, and we'll get into it obviously when we talk about the Pacific, but man, Vancouver's goalie tandem is just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Holpe and, and Demko. Nope. Get it. Forget it. And, 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 I love the goalie carousel this year. I really did love all the movement, everyone moving around, you know, Talbot going, you know, from Calgary to Minnesota, you know, Vancouver, uh, Markinen going to Calgary. I mean, finally, I think Calgary has the right goalie for their play and the way they play. Yeah. Yeah. Markstrom. I said Markinen. Jesus. They all sound the same at the end of the day. All these Swedes and Finns and all this stuff, they all sound the same. No, I'm just, just kidding. Um, yeah, but yeah, the, I mean, the Devils to me, they're they're not going to be good. I mean, Corey Crawford going there kind of steps up their crease, but they haven't addressed anything else. They haven't addressed anything. They've done they've done absolutely nothing to address. They're they're they lost Coleman last year to Tampa in a trade. They've done nothing to address their forward group and their core. Uh, I mean. I, I, I don't see I don't see them making any noise in the in the metro at all this year. I actually I would actually be so certain to put them at last in the metro. Um to just to see, you know, yeah, what is Corey Crawford might squeeze out four or five wins for you uh, as an older goalie. I mean, look at what he did in against Edmonton in the playoffs. At the end of that series, that poor guy was so tired. I, I just don't see him. And in the Metro, that physical game that's played in the Metro between all, they just beat the shit out of each other. Oh, yeah. You know, he's going to be in the mix. He's not used to that in the central with Chicago and all that. That's more of a finesse goal scoring high speed game. Now you're here in the Eastern conference. 
there's a different it's a different style of hockey in the east in my opinion it's a physical game it's physical out west but not as much as it is in the east you don't have as many rivalries like you do in the east and that's because uh-huh the bus ride league i mean literally everywhere you can go except for maybe here in carolina is all bus bus rides Bus and train, man. That's it. All you need is a Metro card in New York to get to like four different teams. That's it. So, I mean, then, you know, we can move on. I mean, we talked about the Islanders. They've they've pretty much stayed pat, uh, I believe. I mean, everyone's talking about Barzal. No one else is getting Barzal. He's staying with the Islanders. They, they, they already gave him a sheet. He's going to stay there. They'll sign him full term. That team is going to be good for a, for a little bit, and it's going to be fun in the Metro to see the Rangers and the Islanders both be good. It's a shame that the Devils can't step their fucking game up and do anything, but I mean, it would be great for you know the you know the Metro area teams in New York to be good, the three of them. But the Islanders and the Rangers, man, they're going to be something else, and it's going to be fun to watch those games and. With them being in the same division and have to play each other four times, that's going to be a blast. It really is. Um, again, you know, the Flyers, their only signing was Eric Gustafson. Uh, they did sign uh, Nolan Patrick back up. They retained him. Uh, he was an RFA. So, obviously, you're not going to let that guy go. Um, but you know, signed for a year, though, I think. Huh? Didn't, didn't Patrick only sign for a year? Yeah, it's a bridge deal. They'll probably re- they'll probably at the end towards the end of this year, they'll probably give him a, give him an extension depending on how he plays. It's one of those bridge deals just to get him so no one else can really talk to him because I don't think they gave him an offer sheet. I think they just they signed him to the one year and it was like, hey, listen, just step it up a little bit and we'll sign you to a higher contract next year. So it all depends on on how he plays, and I, you know, I I agree with that. I I like I'm I'm a big fan of the bridge deal. Why? Because you sign these guys to these high contracts. Like, look at, look at what's his face in Chicago, um, Seabrook. Yeah, that guy yeah. still has three years on his contract. He skates like he's in stuck in peanut butter. He well, can't move. Well, you can't forget about the greatest one, DP Extra. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they signed his ass, and the guy he could have every every day, every time he tried to make a save, he get hurt. Yeah, my buddy plays baseball with him in New York on some fucking old man's league, like. He's just hanging out like he didn't do any, but he's he's getting paid. <laughs> he's the Islanders Bobby Bonilla. Oh, God. Yeah, he definitely is. It's, I think he got signed on for what, 12 years or something like that. Like, yeah, like some ridiculous. Like, why? Why in a contact sport do you sign someone for 12 years is beyond me. Like, I wouldn't even do that in baseball and they still do. But in a contact sport, 12 years. No way. Another time you got to look at who was running the uh, Islanders at that time too. I mean, wasn't it the uh, mafia guy or whatever? The the one that got busted for uh, connections or something like that. It might have been. I know Charles Wang was the owner. I mean, he just died. But it was SFG that owned the Islanders. But the GM that drafted him wasn't it? Fucking what's his face? Uh, the guy we make fun of all the time. Oh, from uh, broadcasting that's no longer yeah. broadcasting because he said something about females. He's a womanizer. Uh, God, God. Now I can't. Uh, Mike Milbury. Yeah, Mike. I shit on him all the time. I can't think of his name. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in a lot of pain. I sprained my ankle this week, and 
I'm sitting down here just to get down the stairs took me like 10 minutes. It's ridiculous. So my brain is like, I'm focused on pain and I'm trying to focus on this conversation. So little fun fact about Don <laughs> this week and the shit he's gone through. Um, but yeah, I mean the Metro, they, I really think there's going to be a lot more happening in the Metro as it goes. It was a lot of depth signings. Uh, the Rangers again, re-signed Tony D'Angelo, which is great. Yorgiev was signed. Then, you know, uh, Carolina, Jesper Fast, awesome, in my opinion. I think that's a great signing for you guys. And then Joachim Ryan, who I, 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 I haven't done my homework on him, but I feel that he's going to try to fill out your bottom four. Um, the Islanders, also a bunch of depth signings. Um, it, it was all depth. It was all depth. Jack Johnson, Henrik Lundqvist. Jesper Fast, Corey Snyder, Corey Crawford, the two Corys going to the Devils and the Islanders. Yep. It's it, it it I I don't know. I feel Corey Snyder is going to make more of an impact than Corey Crawford in the Metro because I feel when you have a guy like Varlamov, he gets, you know, gets tired, you put in you put in Corey Schneider. Corey Schneider knows that division. Yeah. He knows that he's played in it. Yeah. Corey Crawford, he's coming over from a, the you know a west coast style of hockey it's not gonna it's not gonna interpret in my opinion i don't i really don't think it's a physical game out east and especially with all the rivalries every game is a rivalry yeah every single game every single game I and what, i think the best way to explain all the signings and everything that happened in the metro is kind of like going fishing and you know you're gonna have to grab that 30 rack because a 12 rack ain't just gonna cut it you know you're going to be drinking more than a 12-rack because the only thing you're going to be catching that day is either a buzz or a nice drunk, uh, uh, drunken proper piss-up rather than <laughs> the big fish. Because there's really – I mean, the biggest fish that actually got signed is Lundqvist. I mean, to be honest, in the yeah. East or in the Metro, the biggest signing was Lundqvist. No, for sure. And I, 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 I totally agree. And then, you know, let's not forget, I mean, we we haven't really spoke about Columbus because all they did was lose people. Yeah. I mean, Dubinsky's on long-time injury. He's, I don't even think he's going to play this year. They lost Nidavara. They lost, you know. Uh, so just speaking of Columbus, uh, yeah. they bo- they signed both Corpusalo as well as uh, – uh, Mersley, oh, I'll just call him Elvis. Just call him Elvis. Elvis. <laughs> now, over the last few weeks, because um, they were RFAs. Yeah. Well, as of recent, probably within the last two weeks or so, Elvis's name has been brought up for trades. His I, name I see that happening. Trade table. I see that happening. Um, I for sure see that happening. If if Carolina doesn't go after him, I don't know. I mean, they lost out on Flower. They lost out on the great goalie giveaway. And yeah, I, I I don't I don't know because if you look at Elvis towards the he was great middle of the season last year. He had that I think it was a ten game unbeaten streak. He was playing every night. He was just blowing it out of the water. Guy had swag. He was he was fist pumping at the end of every game. He was just doing his thing. But towards the end of the year, he wasn't playing that great. He was kind of – so, I don't know. Yeah, but look who the coach was. 
I mean, Torts is a different Torts. Torts changes. He's a mess. I lo- I love the guy. I have I have one of those love hate relationships with Torts. So imagine having um, uh, Elvis play under uh, Brindamore and the system that they play down here, because Peter's not going to last. And it seems as though, from what I've noticed over the last few years, is the Canes go after. I don't want to say the has-beens, but they go after a lot of goalies that don't really know where to call home. Yeah. No, I get it. Look, it yeah. seems as though every few years they're changing goalies. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, it hasn't for, so for the Metro again, like I said, it hasn't been a stellar start to the off season. I really do think it's not over. I think there are going to be several trades and things that come through. I really don't think the Rangers are done. Uh, coming from a Ranger fan, I don't think the Islanders are done. I really think they need to build on what they did last year and get as far as they got. They were missing a piece. They need to address it. Uh, Andy Green's only going to take you so far, guys. He's getting grayer by the minute. You might want to figure out your defense. Uh, Teams like Columbus, I think they need to build off last year. Um, Carolina. I mean, I think getting getting Jesper Fast is a great move for you guys because I really do think he's one of the guys, the type of player that you guys were missing. Uh, you have the grit and all that, but this guy's a role player. He can do anything. He can kill penalties. He he he's like he's he's like a transformer. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. And I love well, the way already, he doesn't. Go ahead. We already got a transformer. It's uh, Optimus Prime or uh, Optimus Prime. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm thinking more along the lines of like, you have this guy who can do. He played on the first, like, played first line minutes for the Rangers and did quite well. Uh, he doesn't score a lot of goals, but he gets in there. He makes the play that starts the goal. He does the right things. He's where he's supposed to be. He knows where the puck is going to be. He's a great player in that respect. The Rangers are going to miss a guy like that. Not replacing him or finding anyone to do that. It ain't gonna. You're not gonna get the answer in Jack Johnson or any of the guys that they sign. Hopefully, you know they figure something out. But I, I do believe that's a great signing for you guys. You, you guys should. It, there'll be more to come for Carolina for sure. Okay. Uh, the Flyers. I really don't think they need to do much. I, I, I think they're right there. Um, I think they're a great team. They're building off of, you know, coming off a tough. You know, you ran into a buzzsaw. The, the, you know, the, the the Islanders were great. They were hot. What are you going to do? But the Flyers are going to come back full strength next year, and the Metro better watch out because I have, honestly, I have them picked to win the Metro. The Flyers? I do. Huh. I really do. I really think that's going to be the team to win. It's going to be a close race because you have teams like the Islanders who are good. You have yeah. teams that like the Rangers and Carolina who can sneak up. I really think the majority of the Eastern Conference playoffs is going to come from the Metro, even though, and we'll talk about it next week, the Atlantic, just a bit of a teaser. <laughs> I'm oh. telling you, they were active. And teams like Toronto, and yeah, people will laugh at me, but teams like Detroit, and teams like Ottawa, who are wild cards right now, are making these signings and putting things together quietly. Look at what Stevie Y did with Tampa. If you don't think he's going to do that with Detroit, his home, 
and where he won all his cups at, you got another thing coming because he's going to do the same thing. He's going to build another Tampa in Detroit and give it another two, three years, and Detroit's going to be a force to be reckoned with again. I'll tell you that right now. I know you don't want to hear this because, again, it's Lundquist going to Washington. Mm -hmm. But that team, now with him on it, has so much leadership on that team that it is sickening. And then bring him in, uh, who is it, Laviette as the coach? Yeah. I mean, and he's a Stanley Cup winning coach, too, with Carolina. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he knows the division well. He knows the division real well because he he started with the Islanders and then he was in Carolina. He knows that division. He knows those teams. Exactly. So, So, I mean, you look at that locker room and, yeah, there's older guys in there, but it's like that team, as old as they are, they're going to come out firing and they aren't going to stop. And it's going to be – even when I – even if I go to the games this year and they're – Capitals are playing. I'm going to wear my Longquist jersey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm just, I was thinking of getting a Longquist Capitals jersey just because. I mean, I never hated the Capitals. I love Ovechkin. I think he's a great player. Uh, I mean, he's a gener, he's you know, generational player. I mean, yeah. you're not going to have another one like him for a little bit. I mean, and he's so humble enough, and shockingly me saying that about a Russian hockey player that he was in an in- interview, I believe with Elliot Friedman uh, this past with NHL 21. And they were, they were talking about Gretzky's records. And he's like, he's like, I, I have no shot at breaking Gretzky's records. He's like, I'd have to, I have to score 50 goals in the next five seasons. He's like, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to skate in the next five seasons. God. And I mean, to me, that's a humble dude. Like for him not to say and know that he's going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll do it for him not to say that and be humble and be like, hey, you know, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to do anything like that's huge. And to me, he he jumped a lot in my book. I mean, yeah, I always hated when he'd score that insane breakaway against the Rangers or, you know, he'd do something stupid during the or he'll complain. But he was never like a complainer like Crosby. He was never anyone to to just completely shy away and 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 you know like he does and speaking of pittsburgh we didn't really talk about pittsburgh because but they did make one big move who yeah i know (laughs) they picked up cc on their defense oh cody cc yeah yeah and 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 not for nothing but he was good for ottawa he was one of their bright spots in ottawa so that's gonna that's a big move. I mean, you lose Jack Johnson, and you pick up Cody Cece. That's that's an upgrade right there. So, but I still I still think Malkin is going bye bye. I really do think he's gonna get traded. I'm more shocked that they kept Jari. <laughs> Honestly, I, I mean, I, I, you have one of two options. You 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 keep you you keep Murray and and his ten pound dumbbell glove hand, or you keep Jari. My opinion, Jari's the guy. You know, all I got to say for Otto is watch out for uh, Murray. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Otto, we'll get into that next week. So I don't want to <laughs> just a teaser, just a teaser. We are going to be talking very highly of the Atlantic division next week. Yeah. For sure. For sure. But but yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's been a blast. And don't forget, 
you know, like I said, we're our, we're a new podcast, not new, but we're we're newly created as our own. And uh, just a little teaser, Jeff, if you want to talk about the the second episode that's coming out, that was a lot of fun for you. Um. So. For those of you that uh, don't know, I used to live over in England. Um, uh, one of uh, my good friends who has a couple companies over here in the States, um, uh, one of the big ones that you might know is Hockey uh, Wraparound. He introduced me to semi-pro hockey over in uh, England. And from there, I kind of took off with a semi-pro team. As you, um, For some of you that might see a little bit of this video towards the end, um, I got involved with Peterborough, uh, Phantoms over there. Um, I became really well known throughout the fan base, uh, became part of the team. Uh, I did a bunch of different things as far as equipment manager, team mascot, and a bunch of other random, uh, things around the rink. So I got one of my buddies who was the voice and, uh, PA, uh, or the match night, uh, announcer for uh, game nights, as well as, uh, he did a few other uh, things as well, too. Uh, me and my buddy Dan uh, had a nice half hour, 45 minute conversation, just talking British hockey, um, all the leagues, all the tiers, some of the good times and uh, American hockey versus British hockey. Um, it's not much different, but only difference is, is the country it's in. So um, I'm yeah, sure the skill, the skill has got to be a little different. Yeah. Well, the skill too, but I mean, hockey's hockey, no matter where you go. No, of course, of course. But I mean, I mean, obviously the league everyone wants to play in is the NHL, but a lot of people forget that there are leagues all over. I mean, not just in Russia and Sweden and Finland, there's a league in in England and they, they have a very big following and it's going to be fun to kind of, you know, touch on that. And, and I think, I think it'd be fun for us to, instead of, you know, saying, Oh, the KHL or the Swedish hockey league, Liga in, in Finland, you know, I, I feel talking about, you know, the EHL and talking about these guys would be a lot of fun. Yep. So I think, I think we're going to, we're going to, we got some surprises for you guys in this podcast as the year, as the year continues for sure. But uh, do you have any closing stuff you want to talk about? Um, just real quick, um, I just wanted to throw a small little uh, spit out there about uh, for checking a clothing company out of uh, the UK. Um, they're sending uh, Donnie and I a couple hats. Uh, so hopefully uh, here pretty soon we'll have a couple pictures of the both of us on the website, uh, give or take a week or two. Um, but yeah, they're just brand new. Good buddy of mine that I used to play hockey with over there. Um, they just started up, so hopefully uh, we're going to be uh, moving forward with them. So uh, to Four Checking uh, Clothing Company or Four Check Clothing Company, um, hopefully uh, we can uh, get some stuff uh, started up there too. Yeah, no, that'd be that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, Four Check Clothing, you can check them out on Facebook right now. They also have a Instagram, I believe it's uh, Four Check underscore Clothing. So definitely check those guys out out of England. And uh, again, I'm Don. We got Jeff. Always a pleasure hopping on. Check us out right now. We're still with the game on um, social media. So if you need to hit us up now, 
It is still at Game on Everyone on Twitter and at Game on Sports Podcast on Instagram. We are going to have our own. So if you guys want to reach out, we'll be giving you guys that on another episode. Um, also put this out to where, you know, I'm, we're going to be on Apple Podcast, going to be on Spotify, going to be on Google. Uh, probably pick one or two more that we're going to jump on. We'll, got, we'll let you guys know. And if you have any feedback for us, let us know where you guys listen. Let us know what you guys listen to, what you want us to talk about. We'll be happy. If you ever want to be a guest on the show, reach out to myself or Jeff on the Facebook page. It's um, game on. What is it on the Facebook page? At, uh, it's uh, what the puck by game on uh, game on a game on a sports podcast for everyone. There you go. Um, there you go. So yeah, reach out. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what you want to talk about. If you guys ever want to come on, just shoot the shit, talk a little hockey. More than happy to have you. And again, I'm Don. That's Jeff. Have a good night and take it easy. Peace.